Happy 2020. We starting it off with some good music. This is VHL's Next. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. Hey. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, oh, hey, oh. She wasn't is, ready for that. I wasn't ready for the disco. <laughs> for the disco club this effect. Nice. Yes, guys, what's taking up? taking over for the 99 and the 20s. <laughs> In the 2000s. 99 in the 2020. 99 in the 2020. <laughs> hey guys, happy Sunday. This is BHL's Next. I'm your host, Raylan T. And I have the wonderful Jennifer Claude in studio with me right now. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, girl. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. 2020. 2020. We are back in the roaring 20s. Oh, we are. In the We're in the 20s. roaring 20s again. Get my flapper dress out. I need to find a party. To go to. I know. I need a great Gatsby theme Get like a plus size flapper dress. Have all these legs out. (laughs) I'm very excited. I'm going to make that happen this year. (laughs) Well, there's so much happening for you. Um, Let's get into it. So one thing that I I found out is that you're a part of this new show that's going to be on BET, Sacrifice. (laughs) Paula Patton, you're a part of putting together some music. Am I right? Yeah. So So I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. So um, if you haven't seen it, it's started uh, streaming December 19th yeah. on BET Plus. It's actually a really, really good movie. So, uh, a la Mary Jane, when they started that show, yes. you got the movie portion of it and then started the, the, the series. actual series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, my song, I got my first film placement or, you know, like on, uh, I call it the on-screen film. So, not big, big screen. But it was a big deal for me and I was like, this is so dope. Um, so, I was super excited. I was like, it's a Paul Pat <laughs> Right, so I'm having my moment. Like, I love Paula. No, but, yeah. you know, like, Paula, if you can hear Same. me, I love you so yeah. much. And, you know, and everyone's like, did you meet her? I'm like, no, it was just my music, guys. Yeah, like, the music's I have, just in there. I haven't met her yet. Not, but, but yet. But not yet. Not yet. I'm speaking that into, into existence. <laughs> I will meet her, I'm sure, and it'll be more and more opportunities. But no, that was such a big deal. Um, and it's such a great mo- movie. So if you haven't seen it, go stream it. Um, I was so... I know, because now they got the app and everything, you you could just yeah. go ahead and listen to Miss Jennifer's song, you You can, it is. It's a song that I wrote, um, and an artist um, is singing it. Her name is Tommy Gabrielle. Uh-huh. Um, so she performed it, and it's uh, it's... It is. I will tell you exactly where it is in the movie. Yes. So it is in the film when Paula and her assistant is near the beginning when they're sitting in her living room and there's some music playing in the background. That is my That's song. song. So, tell us about the song too and how you how you created it. So the the name of that song is Homicide, um, and it was me and one of my um, one of my friends. His, he's a producer. His name is Rich. Um, he's so dope. And I had gotten there and we were just playing around with some chords. And I had this line that I had been wanting to use in a song. Um, uh, pull the trigger, five pounds of pressure, so go ahead and kill me. And he was like, what does that even mean? And I was like, it's like a gun. Like, it takes five pounds of pressure on a trigger to pull the trigger of a gun. Wow. Pull that hammer, it's five pounds uh-huh. of pressure. So I'm a nerd. It's There's no good reason why I know this. We'll talk about that later. I know lots of <laughs> random information. But when I I learned that, and I was like, I really want to put that in a song. That is yeah. the best, like, nerdy fact that ever. Indeed. It was all over a lot of people's heads. Right, right, right. And so we were we were utilizing the metaphor of like you know bad relationship that you keep going back to, you know. So like pull the trigger, five pounds of pressure, go ahead and kill me. Mm-hmm. Homicide. He killed me, you know. But I'm still going back. So that's how we created it. Um, we did that song, and then Tommy had laid it down. And I forgot all about it. And then my manager called me and was like, "Hey, we're putting the song in the movie." And I was like, "Excuse me, what song?" <laughs> <laughs> we did that song back in February, and I was like, "Ah." 
Oh my gosh. So I'm excited. So I'm like 2020 is going to be my year. Like I plan on turning on the TV and hearing my music, music like everywhere. everywhere. That's the goal. Like placement, 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 placement. I know a little so. bit, of, you know, about who you are as like you say you're an artist, which is different because you have some scales underneath Thank the you, belt. Sister. Okay. So not just the singer songwriter, you can play instruments, violin. <laughs> I am a violin player. You know, I used to play the violin. Did you? For no, like you a good six years and then I stopped. You know, it hurts my heart <laughs> when so many people are like, I used to play, <laughs> but I quit. But I'm I like, quit. It's not enough of us brown I people know. that we have to keep that going. I was discouraged. I couldn't get that vibrato down. Like I was Girl. like in class, everyone was like making their do the fight. I was like, I can't do you know what? So okay. my violin is in storage <laughs> back home in North Carolina. And yeah. so um, I'm saving up to be able to ship that to me. I'm actually just going to go home and pick just it pick up, it up. And, <laughs> and use it as a carry on because it's so expensive to ship instruments. Like, it's insane. Really? It is. Um, but I've taken off a little bit because I had rented one from Guitar Center and was doing some stuff. I was like, this is stupid. I'm just going <laughs> to wait till I get my. So I've been on violent break. So I've been able to get my nails done. So I've had my nails done for a while now. Hello. Because when you play the violin, you have to wear nubs that are painted. You know, it's the whole. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like a girl. Now I'm attached to my nails. <laughs> and so um, when I get my violin back, I'm going to have to cut them all. Dang, yeah, no more claws. No more claws. It's, it's okay. okay. It's okay, though. For the love of the music. <laughs> but no. For the love of the music. But yeah, I've been, I've been playing since I was 11. I love it. It is, it is very therapeutic. So. And is that what helps you get into songwriting and into singing or... Yeah, so it's just really weird. I, so I grew up in church. I think that's everyone's like, like I feel like all every, musicians I, like every, in the church. Every, like, I was like, I started in church. I was I was um in the choir as all of us were because you know that's how it happens. No, but um I come from a musical family. Um, when I was. I remember my first uh, memory of music. I was like three or four years old, and I remember getting on my mom. She had this high back black piano in the house. Mm. One of those. It was very old school. Um, it, it was beautiful though, and uh, I just remember getting on there and banging out like a, a John P. Key song. Um, uh, Jesus is real. The choir had sang it at church, and I, my mom tells me to this day she was like, "Why are you in there?" And then she was listening like. Is she playing what? the song? And like I wasn't playing it, but I was like you courting, like court, I was, yeah. you know, Jesus is real. I know on the piano. So I'm on the piano, like banging it out, you know, three or four. Years. And that's like literally my first memory of music. Like that's my I remember trying to figure out how to play this out. I wanted it. It was my favorite song. I would sing it, the choir. I would be like, I love this song. I love John Peaky. You know, so um and then uh, fast forward a few years, I went through some crazy traumatic experiences as a kid, um, unfortunately. But fortunately, because it I, it was what allowed me to unlock my writing. So um, I went through some things, ended up having to go to therapy for it. I was like seven or eight. And one of the things that the therapist had told my mom was like, you know, get her a journal. Because I wasn't mm-hmm. talking. It's amazing. I talk all the time now. But I went through a time in my life where I didn't talk. I didn't talk for like a year. Um, the only person I really talked to was my mom. It was crazy. crazy. Um, I didn't talk. Like, I would, I would say I was literally a mute kid. And I had a lot in my head. But, but just not... I couldn't get it project, out. It, yeah. You know? And so, um, my mom was like... The therapist was like, get her a journal. And I remember I got my first journal. And I was like eight. Um, and I just started writing. And 
I wrote about everything, you know, I would rhyme things, I would write, I would it just imagery, I love nature, I love being outside, I was such a tomboy, um, my mom would literally have to, like, beat me to come inside, like, you're gonna get a spanking, like, <laughs> I know the street lights are on, but just one more oh breath, you know, so I was always that kid outside, I was always into nature, I was trying to do what all the big kids were doing, I grew up in a neighborhood, so it was very neighborhood oriented, like, mm-hmm. I had my friends on the block, we yeah, grew up all together, the, yeah, uh-huh. like, Across the street, down the, the street, street, down the street. Like, we are, grandma all lives on the, you know, here, yeah. we're all on the block. Um, but it really gave me an opportunity to just find my way. And I just started writing from there. Um, I started writing songs. I started writing poetry. I used to get picked on because I was that kid in church. And they would be like, can you write us something? And I'd be like, okay. And then I became known as the girl who did poetry at church. So I had to write a poem for everything anniversary church anniversary choir anniversary usher anniversary pastor anniversary you know i have people i should have put you on the payroll <laughs> i know what now that you say something i need to reach out to somebody and figure that out excuse me do we have back pay yeah, back- <laughs> for all of these years that i ha- have lit my entertainment services now nah, it was for the lord for the lord it was for no. the lord child but that's how i started um i started as a poet i started writing and it was from the trauma you know it was from trauma it's crazy um Again, it was just, it was a tool. My mom utilized a tool and it helped me get the stuff out that I needed to say. And then I just found solace in that space. And I was such a weird kid growing up. I looked weird. I like my facial features were very prominent. I had to grow into my teeth and my lips and my nose. And I was just like, this is, I'm just staying in my little bubble. And then, and then I decided to start playing the violin when I was 10. So I was like, you know, I'm adding fuel to my own fire. You're already a nerd, Jennifer. Okay. You look odd. Let's be clear. You know, and, and now you want to pick up the violin. Like, what are we doing? You know? So, um, I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm committed to this nerdy space. I'm going to live in it and just own it as my own. Whatever. You know? So I've always just been determined. You know? It's all good. So then fast forward from there. How did you transition your love of music at such a young age to really be like, you know what? This is what I seriously want to do for yeah so I went to school for music um but I was also majoring in like psychology and biology so my plan I was pre-med because oh dang girl where I'm from (laughs) it's like and I've seen it because I came from a musical family and I've seen others kind of in the music industry and then just kind of like it falls off and you know so what do you want to be when you grow up? A doctor. It was safe. I love kids. I had all these, like, the Dr. Barbie. I collected Barbie, you know, so I was very committed to, I want to be a pediatrician. But music was always my thing, if that makes it. Music and poetry. So, like, even in school, like, for my thesis, I did, like, this jazz compilation piece, and I was always traveling with the orchestra, and you know, so it was, like, it was always Still a part of you, yeah. So I went to college, um, had a meltdown, uh, a, lot of, a lot of college is a blur uh, so uh, no, <laughs> first couple years definitely um, so I like cut all my hair off and came home and told my family I was like yeah I'm not like gonna be pre-med anymore my mom was just like what <laughs> so I went through a lot of like trial and struggle and like um, you know I was even doing like therapy um, like healthcare therapy um, like on the psychology end because I was like well maybe I'll be a psychologist or psychiatrist you know, I love my therapist. It helped me get through some major things in life. Um, but every time I would turn around, it, music was just always there. Yeah. Um, 
started doing poetry professionally. Mm-hmm. So I like a spoken word, I should say. Yeah. So I was traveling around back in North Carolina. I started uh, working with a lot of big names there. Uh, Desana Hanu um, was one of my mentors. Um, my friend Yolanda, her name's Yogi with two eyes. <laughs> um, LJ, um, Cardi. So they're really big names in spoken word back home, right? So I was like, oh, I'm rolling with these people. Like, this is good. You know, so I'm finding myself. So I'm like, this is it. Cut my hair off. I'm going to be an artist. Don't know what kind of artist. Jill Scott's blown up at the time and everyone's like, you're a big girl, you do poetry and you sing, so obviously you're the next Jill Scott and I would be so angry. Like, do not compare me to Jill Scott. Jill, I love you. Um, <laughs> but at the time, I'm like, you know, I want my own identity and I just, it it, it kind of like, it started evolving and so I eventually was like, you know what? I'm going to be serious about this. Yeah. So 2014, I made my way out to LA because I was like, I am I'm part of ASCAP and mm-hmm. ASCAP was having their um, ex- expo and I was like I'm gonna come out here and really figure out like what do I have to do to reach my dreams these are my dreams and I'm gonna stop allowing other people to tell me tell what they how want you just, how want. they see you as I want I want to figure out how I see me yeah. and I have so many talents and things I actually literally like just love to do um, came out here I spent two weeks out here um, and it was life changing um, mm-hmm. I was able to get into Paramount um, and recorded. Two records over there. Um, I ended up dropping my first single. One of those records ended up making it into like my first uh, show placement. Which one? Um, there's a single. It's on SoundCloud now. It's not in rotation anymore. Oh. There's a song called Fame. Oh, uh, it, was this, it was a song I did. I had wrote it. I was like, I'm going to get this to Rihanna. It never got to Rihanna. But it shouldn't have at the time. It was like, you know, it was it was not worth getting to Rihanna <laughs> at all. You know, <laughs> like I, now that I listen to it, I'm like, oh, man, that was rough. Um but very proud of my music and um, I made some really great connections when I first came here and through the years when I was back home I was like okay I can do it I can do it and then one thing led to another and I was like I have to get to LA I'm not gonna make it if I don't go after my dreams and it's the perfect time in my life to do so Mm -hmm. so here I am you know, it's so funny. You talked about Jill Scott. I, I love Jill, though. Well, like, I no lie. Jill, too. And I'm but to the I, point now where I'm like, okay, I, I see it. Thank I, y'all. For real, when I first listened, I listened to Bad at Love First, which you're going to get into, but I listened to um, Voyage to the Sun. Yeah. And so that gave me such Jill yeah. vibes, yeah. you know? It's different. That was Loki. I had to re- rewind that one back. I was like, let me, you know, let me hear what she really talking about for a second spin. No, it's, it's really I really good. How do you feel that. when you listen to that again? Because that was almost, it's almost six years ago. Six years ago. I have so much poetry, so much recorded spoken word. It's nuts. Um, when I actually dropped my first project, which ideally I think that'll be this year sometime, like near the end of the year, mm-hmm. I will have some poetry stuff on there. Please. For so long, I tried to get away from it. Some of it is like trauma built, like because I use my poetry to get through so many things. I'm like, mm. I don't want to go back there. But my mom often tells me like, you know, God didn't just give you your gifts for, for nothing. You, yeah. You've literally been doing this all of your life you know like and they this always is not say too if you if he gives you something and you don't use it it almost is like you know like it's a slap in the face. Yeah. and so i'm finally to the point where i'm okay with who i am artistically yeah. um i listen to voyage to the sun it's funny you said that because i listened to it a couple days ago and i was like man i was gonna take it off rotation like take it down and i was like you know it's good it's who i am and when yes. i wrote that piece i was it i wrote that for one of my best friends well an ex-best friend one of my best friends in college we were like so tight in college and um he was going through some things it was just a lot and it was like an expression of it was weird it's like i like wasn't in love with him but i loved him from a very 
wholesome place. place yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I know. If, I have a friend you know, and her friend room. Like, yeah. yeah so it was legitimately, and I wrote that piece, and then like years later, I performed it, and I had, you know, I was like, this is, so it was a, a dedication piece, and I was like, you know, Voyage to the Sun, like at the end of the day, I just, you know, while you're on your journey, just know that I wish you well, you mm-hmm. know, and this love, this space is always here, you know, yeah. like this is me watering that space. Go with God, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, I love it, and I mean, I, I'm not gonna do away. But at one point, I was like, I am, I am not doing any more poetry. I'm not doing it. I'm just like, it's my expression. I'm an artist. I'm an artist, man. It is what it is. Yeah. What is like your, I guess, not definition or idea of artists? Because I always say that there's people who make music, and yeah. there's people who are actual artists. But some people don't really understand what I I mean by that. But do you you get what I'm saying, right? I do. I think that anyone who expresses their heart through their product Mm. is an artist. I have a friend um, who's an engineer. He's amazing at it. It is, like, I think he just now recently got into a relationship, but for so long he wasn't in one because that was his love and people look at engineering like well that's a technical thing you know yeah. what i mean like it's technical you're going through the music you're f- but it's his art it is literally he his expresses passion. Himself so the music. more i'm around friends in the industry and stuff i realize that your art like oh i don't sing i'm not that doesn't matter whatever you do that you're passionate about i feel like it makes you an artist i have a friend of mine back home she does hair it is her pa- she is so good at it she is so good at doing hair, and it is her passion. She will be up, like, her back will be hurting. She'll have, I've seen her working with a brace on, you know, like, she laying down like, I'm good, give me five minutes, I'm back up. It's her passion. It's yeah. not even about the money. She don't even need to work that much anymore. She's worked so hard, she has money. You know, she could take mm. three clients a week and be good. You but know, the love for it. But her love for it. So I feel like, for me, artistry is what you do, your product, that comes from that place inside where you're like, this is my heart. This is my love. And so for me, my writing, my production, when I'm in the studio, when I'm working with artists, voice lessons, by anything that I'm doing that comes from that space, that's my artistry. So people will be like, well, what are you? You have to define yourself. I'm Jennifer. Who <laughs> just so happens to have this little cup of stuff that I happen to do. And that is my artistry fully. You that's know? really nicely put. So speaking of your artistry, before 2019 ended, we had this single from you, Bad ah. at Love. And to me, this is something, you hadn't dropped music, I feel like, in a while. I had not. And this sound is different it is. for you. Very it is. more so, like, heavily infused with, like, R&B. So, I um, am a writer, mm-hmm. and my goal was to come to L.A., shut the music side down, and just write. My goal was, like, I want to write, get all these placements, you know, stack these checks, um, you know, get them good royalty checks rolling, you know, on a on a basis. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe focus on the music because, yeah. you know, you always hear it. No one ever, no one ever really makes it, and, you know, artistry. But we're living in such a dynamic um, age. The platform, the platforms now that are available to artists as far as streaming and, you know, being able to put your work out there. Oh, you don't so need labels anymore. The self-advocacy is like you know, such yeah. a different time, especially and to get your sound out there now. It's crazy because I've been cutting all of my own demo for my songs wow. and um, I wrote this record and I was upset about a situation that I was having to come to terms with that I was just you know it, it's something that hurt me really bad and about a, a person that I loved um, obviously um, listening to the song and so I wrote it I, I had gone to the studio and 
my engineer was like, um, we have to get this out. It's a dope, it's a dope concept. And I was like, I can't, like, I'm literally in there crying. And he's like, no, no, we're going to get it. So just get it all out. So I'm in the booth, like, <laughs> like, you know, like just crying it out. Like, but we got it. But, and the engineer and- like, okay, I don't care about any of those tears. Literally. Still gonna he's, he's, all, he's all looking like, you good? You good? Yeah right. I'm like, I'm about to press record right now. I don't think I can say that on air. What I was about to say, but like, like, so um, but no. So to get to the sound though, uh, I was I've been trying to find a sound for me. There was something I knew I wanted to go into, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what to call it, but I knew it when I heard it. And the more I've been writing, like for other people, I've been coming across that sound and working with this particular engineer. It's been so dope because it has gone very R and B for me, and I'm like. I didn't know what it was that I was looking for till I heard it. And when I heard Bad at Love, I was like, like our finished product, I was like, this is a dope record. And I was planning on shopping it. And I was like, it's a dope record. And I sent it to one of my friends back home and she was like, it's a dope record. She's like, it, she said, she was like, it wasn't my favorite. She's like, I want you to release. It's another song I did. That yeah. She was like, and I was like, no, no, we're shopping that one. I was like, but I like this one. I let my manager hear it. And he was like, that's the one. And I was like, right. And I was like, I like it. So I'm going to keep it to myself. I think I'm going to keep it. <laughs> so then I, I didn't say anything for like a week and I hit him again. I was like, I think I'm going to keep it. <laughs> and I was like, this is not part of the plan. We have a plan. I am not releasing music. And he was just like, why not do it? And so now we have this bad of love and it's now we have streaming everywhere. It is streaming everywhere. No excuses. No excuses. I you actually can go have get a little it. bit of a snippet. Let's see if we could play it from your Instagram. I just want it to be good enough. Really thought I took it deep enough. But you just won't take it serious. Took all my love and said you had enough. Tell me yes. The clip always gets me. I'm always like, yes. Like, <laughs> like it's not me. <laughs> Hold on. I'm like, it's not me. Hey, girl. But no, I, I feel like I I did everything that I set out to do in the song, and I think yeah. that's why I love it personally so much because I hit my sound, I did all my vocal production, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we did the drops, I I got the you know what I wanted out of it. Me, and my engineer were sitting there going back and forth. It took us about four hours. We cut it and then had to get it mixed, and I was just like. This is it. I love this. And I didn't want to put a sad song out. Yeah. I didn't want to put a song because, you know, the songs that, you know, I'm, tell me why am I, you know, tell me why am I so bad at love? And I'm such a big proponent of, you know, you you have to watch what you speak. Um, but at the end of the day, too, one of my best friends said something to me that resonated. And it was actually the, the catapult that pushed me where they said, I'm going to do it. Because she said, um, well, Jen, you know sometimes the best thing you can offer a person is understanding. And I was like, okay. You might be right. You know? and, and, but it makes sense. She, true, was, she yeah. was like, you know, sometimes like people don't need, you know, advice. They don't need a resolution. They don't even need you to chime in. Sometimes you really just have to be a shoulder and your song is a shoulder. Your song is literally a space where you were feeling how you felt and you wrote what you wrote because how you feel is how a lot of people can feel. And I was like, true <laughs> you know i was like well true so when i released it, i was like you know the whole point of it is is to allow yourself to feel what you feel because i think healing is so necessary yeah and sometimes we skip over how we feel about things and just push it away and then and i just feel like sometimes with oh <laughs> it's, no, right, girl. it's okay sometimes with music too um that's what i feel to me that's why i don't give certain artists maybe a chance when i know that i feel like 
you just really wanted to go in the booth and just make something for yeah. shock value rather than right. give me a feeling right. that I need to feel. Right. And that's what music should be. Can feel. Give me something I can feel, yeah. Okay. What's that? That old song? I'm not even something. Something I can feel. Look, we're both over here like, uh, what is it? Uh, y'all know what song we're talking about. I'm gonna have to look it up. Don't play. But no, like that's and that's what it was. And like the song literally was written like when I I I still have the voice note of when I was actually home when I had got the beat and I like it, the line came to me immediately and I'm just like, tell yeah. me why am I not good? <laughs> so when I'm listening back to my voice note in the studio, I was like, what was I on? Like it was. Like, like three o'clock in the morning and I when I, I like weeping you know what I mean but it was like it was cleansing it was necessary yeah. it's crazy so many people have just reached out to me like now wow this beautiful like single too. I've heard the song thank you and people are like telling me like I've heard the song and thank you for making this because I feel this people that you wouldn't even expect people I wouldn't I'm like oh I thought really? you were good like really? <laughs> thanks you know they but it's like we all go through things and we all feel like we're not good enough for yeah. something you know and it really sucks when it's especially relationships even job situations where you put your all into a job and then all of a sudden it's like thank you but now we're, we're, gonna, really. we we're, letting, you, we're letting you go yeah. godspeed what <laughs> given this job all of my life uh, for the past you know so you it, it's it is a common feeling um and it's something we all go through and i think that sometimes it's okay to just feel how you feel yeah. and then at some point you got to get yourself up and push on but yeah definitely so look while i have you i do have um one more segment that i want to get into okay uh you're my guest but now we want to be co-host as we get into our music oh, news so yay. did you know in 2020, we got some albums, all these albums that I am about to say, or if you are watching us on YouTube, <laughs> what you're about to say, are turning 20 years old. Wow. This year. I want to just get up and walk out. <laughs> I'm so old. They're turning 20. Oh First of all, that little Bow Wow, I think it's what Unleashed. Look, not I'm unleashed. Over here like, that one. Ooh, child. Oh, Bow Wow. Uh-huh. I remember that. I remember I that came that, out. And I was I like, who that, is- that Maya one. Listen, the case of the X. This uh-huh. record got me through high school. I we would I would listen to this on the volleyball bus. This the it's after midnight and she's on your phone. Yep. Dun, dun, no, yeah. dun, 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 dun. We would warm up yeah. to this. Uh huh. The Fear of Flying <laughs> album. That production. I was like, yes, fire. Like, <laughs> when you hear that song drop, you already know what diamond is. Right. Um, um, everything off of Insync. I'm not gonna lie. I yes. know every song, every single one of Insync. This is this is the bye 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 yeah mm-hmm. uh, jaw rule that jaw rule one was good though too oh jacket edge heartbreak oh yeah I was like this is crazy oh, man <laughs> Jill Scott Jill baby. Scott or this listen I'm trying to tell you I I love the album and then I just would have to lie and be like it's all right because I I was really in my phase of like just don't compare me but I think she's amazing she's so amazing and I remember then, when my auntie had that song playing she's talking about I would have forgot I always associate that album with breakfast. Because oh, maybe some bread. I'm like grits. I have covered that song to, to scrambled it. So fun fact, we cover the song. I do it a lot, and I'll just switch up the breakfast items. I'm like French toast, huevos rancheros. What? Huevos rancheros. 
Rancheros. I am song? going to now do that when I So anytime I cover the song, I just change up the breakfast items. I just be like, you know, whatever. <laughs> Cream of wheat and bacon. Excuse me, how do you make this fit? Listen, I've been doing it That's too long. That's not what I remember. Look, 3LW, I used to have that Is one. Is that pink? Oh, yes. This was the album where they had this song where the they threw the motorcycle out the window. Which you one? Remember, you remember Just that is, song? Is, was that is the, Let's Get It Started on this was, one? Was that Case of the X? No, that wasn't Case. That was Maya. Um, but Pink, it was that song. What song? I, I think it was the one with, did Dallas Austin do that song? <laughs> Listen, I can't remember, but I just remember it. she threw the motorcycle out the window. Like she was driving it, and then she threw it at her boyfriend. Oh yeah, you remember you know, that video? I do know that's all I remember. Wait, I just realized Pink has always been like crazy abusive and all this. I mean, she Pink. Listen, she's always I guess had an invitation. Tony Braxton's album with the um, he wasn't man enough was on there. That's turning oh, twenty. Yeah. Is that 20 Nelly? Years? What else was up there? Um, let me see. Let's see. Oh yeah. Britney Spears, that Britney Spears album with the shingles, I wanted the shingles to be in my house. Me too, same. Just because of that. 3LW. Oh, yes. And know this album from top to bottom. Music. That's when Music, I, soul de- child I decided love. my whole Neo Soul thing, I was like, yes. Yes. He definitely, yes. D'Angelo, Voodoo? I just felt, like, I still feel like I'm not grown enough for that video. How, How does it feel? <laughs> I don't know. I can't think about Look, that. Are you growing up for the album cover? Look at the album cover. That album cover. I'm and still Nelly. Not... That Nelly one was... Yeah. Damn. 20 years old. 2020. I remember that. Nelly with that. Oh, are we out of time? Oh, yeah. But it's okay. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. But before the we get out of timer, here... The little timer went down. It was like, and... No, but here. Before we get out of here, what... Um, do you plan to do in 2020? What can we expect from you? And then let everybody know where they can follow you so that way they can keep up with Miss Jennifer Cloud. Keep up with me, please. 2020 is going to be a big year. Um, so lots of writing. So yes. I plan on doing, you know, God willing, more placements in film and television. You can find my music there. Um, I am going to be releasing another single February-ish. Ideally, the end of February. Okay. And then we're going to be doing some projects. So just keep up with me because I'll be releasing some music on SoundCloud, too. Okay, I want to cool. just give some music out. All right. Just put some music out there and then a project at the end of the year. So Looking forward to it. Goals. So yeah, let them know where they can follow you. You can follow me, I-M-J-D-O-T-C-L-A-U-D-E, across all platforms. So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. What else do I have? Oh, my SoundCloud. Um, <laughs> I, like it. I keep forgetting SoundCloud is like a social media. But yeah, go find me. Go follow me. Um, and let's interact. I'm excited. It's going to be a big year for music, man. I know. I'm excited, guys. Make sure to stream the BET movie Sacrifice so y'all can hear yes. Homicide. So you can hear Homicide. by Jennifer Clark. And then don't forget to go stream Bad at Love. Bad at Love. Streaming everywhere. Title, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Deezer. Everywhere. Everywhere. No go excuses, guys. No excuses. Happy 2020. Happy I will see you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye. On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined.